Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of the Quest for New Inspiration. This week is actually going to be a little bit different. I'm going to actually take the time to introduce myself and tell you a little bit about someone who's very special to me. My name is Katie Mashler, and I'm from a little town called Hutchinson, Kansas. And for those of you who are actually listening to this episode, you might actually know my grandfather, Nation Meyer. My grandfather, Nation, was one of the biggest inspirations in my life and has taught me more life lessons than I could possibly count. So today's episode is actually going to be from a recording from almost a year ago, and it was from a time when I actually sat down with my grandpa and just asked him some questions about his childhood, his work, um, just really anything about him, and share his inspiration with everybody else. My grandpa actually passed away this past November, but to celebrate what would have been his 99th birthday last Sunday, I wanted to release this episode. You will have to give me a little bit of a break. This is the actual first recording I ever did, and my grandpa is sitting outside in his happy place at the lake in Alexandria, and he has obviously never done a podcast before, but I hope you enjoy. To say I am lucky to be one of his grandchildren might be one of the world's biggest understatements. It is a blessing that I am truly grateful for and will be the rest of my life. People like my grandpa nation are one in a million. Anyone who was around my grandpa knew of his generosity, his work ethic, abundance of class, and decades of wisdom. I only hope that I can live up to the example of love for my grandmother, strength, character, and integrity he sent for all of us. While he's no longer here to say he's proud of me, I carry his strength in my heart, and the kindest compliment I hope to receive in the future is your grandpa would be proud. I can still hear his voice now saying, oh my, we don't need any more pictures, or oh, with a begrudging sigh every time he saw a camera in my hands. I'd respond with a simple, oh come on, you're so cute, and he'd grumble under his breath, oh pish posh, or tell me I was full of prunes. What I would give to hear that one more time, or one more family dinner prayer. His legacy will live on in each and every single one of his children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. He will live on in the countless life lessons, the numerous insanely detailed stories, the precious memories, and yes, the many, many pictures. Well, we'll start with your childhood, okay? Okay. What was your favorite toy or childhood activity? Well, my favorite toys were, I had a collection of toy soldiers, and I played with them quite a bit. What was one of your favorite memories as a child? Well, I enjoyed going to Colorado in the summertime. What'd you do? In, I know this, but tell us what you did, why you liked going to Colorado. Well, I love the mountains and the location out there in the Broadmoor area. We didn't stay at the hotel, but we were close to the hotel. Okay. And I'd hike up into the mountains, but there was another boy that shared the triplex that I was in. We'd hike up into the mountains. Very nice. Um, what did you want to be when you grew up, when you were little? Well, I thought I would like to join the bank. (laughs) You knew that when you were little? You wanted to be a banker? I think so. (laughs) Okay. Um, well, now let's talk about grandma. So, 
I know the story, but tell us how you met Grandma. Well, she was at the airport. I've forgotten whether she was leaving or coming in, but I was out there and her husband introduced me to her. Well, I thought she was a beautiful gal. That's about all. Um, what is your favorite memory with Grandma? Well, I'm, I've had so many. I, I don't know as I had a favorite, but we've traveled a lot. And I've enjoyed being in Paris with her at least 10 or 12 times. Okay. Um, tell me a bit more about why you love Paris so much. Because one of my favorite memories of you was you singing I Love Paris to me in the, <laughs> on the car. I love Paris. Well, I do love Paris because, well, one thing, it kind of, uh, my grandfather Mara was born in Paris. So that gives me kind of an attachment to the city. And it's one of the few places in the world that was not demolished in some war or another in Paris. Uh, but aesthetically now, I think Paris is the most beautiful big city in the world. It have the, has these magnificent boulevards. It's laid out in a beautiful pattern. It has the Tuileries Gardens, the Louvre, all kinds of museums. And the Eiffel Tower, of course, is spectacular. And uh, it's just a gorgeous city. And they've kept it that way. In the main city of Paris is a historic district. You can't build a new skyscraper in the historic district. Now, if you go to Paris nowadays, out at the west end of the, of the uh, Champs-Élysées, the big boulevard in Paris, is a new city with many skyscrapers. But it's over to the west and the left, and it doesn't interfere with the historic beauty of the old city. Hmm. What's, do you remember one of your favorite restaurants there? Well, there's so many good ones in, in Paris. That I can't think of the one, the name of the one that's on Franklin Roosevelt Avenue. La Serre. Isn't that the room? Well, I've never been to. You've never been to. Yeah, that's the, was one of my favorites. It had a a roof that opened, slid back. And I went there for the first time in the fall and some of the leaves are just beginning to drop and they'd flutter into the dining room while mm. we had lunch. I thought that was pretty. Yes. <laughs> what are your three favorite places to travel inside of the U.S.? Well, I like to go to Maui, and Minnesota, and Colorado. <laughs> Those are very surprising. Tell me one of your favorite stories about Napili Kai. Oh, I don't know. Been there so many times, I can't think of a favorite story. But it's my 90th birthday party. There was pretty special. You were there. I was, yeah. Yeah, you were there. Mm-hmm. Why was it special? Well, it was the 90s pretty good for... I know. ...for anybody. And the whole family was there. 
And it was just a very pleasant event. Do you remember the rules on the back of the t-shirt? I don't think I can list all of them. I don't remember them all, but I remember a few. What? One of my favorites is nothing much good happens after midnight. I know that, yes. <laughs> um, what about outside of the U.S.? Well, I love Europe, and the Norwegian Ford Fjords were very special, and then I liked Italy. All right. If you had to choose between living in Alexandria or Maui, which one would you pick? Oh, I think I'd pick Alexandria, but I don't want to live up here. It's too cold in the winter. Now let's talk about Hutchinson. What's your favorite spot in Hutchinson besides the bank? Well, I thoroughly enjoyed the town club, which was there for 70-some years, but it's gone now. Um, your favorite person you've met while living in Hutchinson? Well, I don't know as I have. Never thought about that. Most influential. How about that? Well, I was very fond of A.D. Rail, who was much older than I am, Charlie Rail's father. And Charlie was my close friend about the same age. So tell us uh, the positions that you've held at the bank. Well, I was a, I guess you call it a, a trainee when I joined the bank. And in 49, I got a title of uh, assistant vice president. And then in, uh, in uh, I think it was 52, I became cashier of the bank and held that position until I was made president in 1960. And uh, I was president for, uh, I don't know how many years, but I was uh, chairman in the late uh, late 60s and 70s and became chairman sometime in the 70s. And uh, then we hired R.A. Edwards, who uh, took over as CEO in 1981. I was CEO up until that time. And I remained chairman until 2012, I think it was, at which time I became senior chairman for a few years and then retired. Tell us your most significant success the bank has had over the last 75 years. Well, we just had uh, most years were pretty good. We had no uh, years where the bank had a loss. So every year in the 70 years I was there was a profitable year, which was a nice thing to remember. Uh, tell us the story of building the bank building. Well, the bank building, uh, the steel six-story bank building, which was built in 1912, and it was 25 foot wide. But it had the strength to uh, go up two more floors, which we did. And then we expanded that building north and skinned the old building, took the outside off down to the steel structure and uh, replaced the exterior with a new siding, which is the present siding you see as you drive down Main Street or coming from any direction. Okay. 
How often did you go to the ranch when you were little? Well, at least once or twice every summer. I went over there with my grandfather until he died in 35. And I went over sometimes by myself after that, and sometimes with my mother and dad. Well, he took me over there as a young boy, I don't know how old, maybe six, seven or eight, and gave me his single shot 410 and taught me how to hunt. And the first thing I hunted was a squirrel. <laughs> but I did not do much hunting. You didn't like it? Oh, I liked it. I just... Well, those are all the questions that I have written down. But do you have any stories that you would like or advice? Well, I've always thought, and I'd say this to anybody, that I don't think you can have a better career than banking because it's uh, if you're working with a good bank, it's pleasant to go to work and, and do the chores that the average banker has to do day after day after day. And one of the reasons they're pleasant is they're usually different. You don't have the same, if you're a doctor, you have the same routine almost every day. You see patients, and same routine. For banking, you may have a request for a new loan or something about the organization of the bank. And it's very pleasant. And you normally go to work about eight you get off about five. You don't have late hours, hardly ever. So it's just a very comfortable. You work in a nice facility, usually. It's not dirty job in any respect. It's a clean, comfortable, lifetime occupation. Hmm. Well, that's all the questions I have for you. Okay, well, this has been fun. <laughs> yeah. We miss you up here, but Glad you were here last weekend. Yeah. Safe drive home. Mm-hmm. With all three valuables. <laughs> yeah, all three valuables. Precious. <laughs> Precious valuables. I love you. How do I turn this thing off? Just turn the computer off. All right, Katie. Thanks, love you. We love you. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. All right, well, that is it for this week. And I would love to have you tell a friend about this podcast. And you can help me share these inspirational stories by rating and reviewing the quest for new inspiration on Apple Podcast or your favorite podcast platform. If you have a question or an inspirational story you'd like to share, you can send them my way. You can send me a message on Instagram at quest for new inspiration or email me at newinspirationpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening and be sure to join me next time.